Welcome back. Super Bowl opening night. The Chiefs will take the stage here in just about an hour. The Eagles up there right now, and they, Darius Slay was asked where, the, where Kansas City is. He said Kansas. I know you're a Kansas guy, Nick, but come on. They play it's Missouri. It's shocking. They play in Missouri. It's shocking how we're in the year 2023 and people still don't know. No, that. they still don't know. They still don't know. Whatever the hell. But anyway, we're talk, time to talk to Ron Kopp from ArrowheadPride.com. And uh, they've been with us all year, and they're always with us all the time. Ron, to, Ron is brought to you by Ag Power and John Deere. Experience all that John Deere has to offer at Ag Power. What's up, Mr. Ron Kopp, lead analyst, ArrowheadPride.com? Hey man, I'm I'm just starting to get the nerves built up. The uh, anxiety is building up for this this big week we got going. You know, I was uh, we, me and Nick were talking, but you know, last week was more about the celebration of of what happened, and now we're we're really looking forward and and I'm feeling it, man. I'm 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 feeling the the anticipation. I just want to get it on, man. I just want to get right. it on. I want to get this game on. You know, what I mean, the two week the Chiefs needed the two weeks. And so the Eagles to that point, too. The rest for Jalen Hurts and the Chiefs needed it just to get guys healthy for this game. But, you know, once this is over with, this is kind of fun. The opening night, the silly questions, you'll see it on the, uh, the night shows and everything else people asking. Let's get the damn game going, man, because this is a great matchup between two teams that, Ron, both of them finished 16-3 and between the playoffs and the regular season. Both of them had an even 546 points. Both of them had four takeaways this postseason. The sim- both of them had 4.6 yards of carry regular season and postseason. You cannot find two more similar teams going at it than this two- than this group. Yeah, I think you can look at the Super Bowl from a, an objective standpoint and really think it's a it's a great Super Bowl. I really, you know, there there were some, you know, and maybe it's just you know you see some tweets and 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 you overthink about who's actually saying that, but. You did see some like, oh, you know, maybe not the most exciting Super Bowl because I do think there's some Chiefs fatigue maybe. But, man, there are so many storylines going into this game outside of, of, of the on-the-field play. But you know me, Jay. I'm all about the on-the-field play. And, man, there's just so much talent on both sides of the ball for both teams. I mean, you know, I, you know obviously we're going to maybe pump up our guys in Kansas City a little bit on the defensive side, the younger guys. Maybe not as known, you know, on the national stage. But the Eagles don't have that same problem, man. You know, they have a lot of guys known you know nationally I mean a lot of big names I mean you even think about you know you talk about a defensive line with with so many names already you know four guys with over 11 sacks but then they go ahead and add guys like Linval Joseph and Adamican too you know in, in the middle of the year as well yeah. to really just bolster the the, the star the, the the name talent yeah man I'm, I'm I'm super pumped for this matchup man you, you're talking about two teams that you know, really were just the two best teams in each, you know, the best team in each of their conferences throughout the year. They really should be in this game. So I'm excited we got this matchup. Yeah, I know the Eagles played some suspect teams this year, some not good quarterbacks in the National Football League, and 80% of Mahomes is still way better than any quarterback they've seen this year. But they were 9-1 and one against winning teams. So I will give the Eagles that. But the 70 sacks, like you mentioned, they have. The Chiefs were second with 55, and I think that, you know, surprised a lot of people how the Chiefs were able to manufacture, and Steve Spagnola manufactured a blitz from not only the uh, interior part of the line with Chris Jones and moving him outside, you know, getting the, the Nick Boltons once in a while, getting the uh, luxurious Sneed nickel corner blitzes or safety blitzes. They have found a way to manufacture a pass rush, and we have the top two sacking teams in the National Football League. Yeah, and it's going to get a lot harder for the Chiefs' defense for this game, um, not just because of the, the Eagles' offensive line, which they do have, a great unit. I mean, especially at the bookends, you're talking about Lane Johnson at right tackle. And they also have, you know, the, uh, the left tackle as well. That's just playing really well. Jordan Mailata 
Now you're talking about guys that that don't really you know lose much to, to power rushes to, to guys that are that are, that are bullying them. They don't get bullied. And the Chiefs' defensive ends, you know, you know, uh, out, you know, obviously Chris Jones on the inside, but on the edges, you're talking about guys that, you know, Frank Clark, Carlos Dunlop, Carlos, that like to rely on, you know, maybe you know, winning with some power, winning with some strength, kind of, you know, overpowering some offensive tackles to the edge. It's not going to be any easier uh, doing that against these guys. But it's not just that; it's also just how the Eagles' offense works. I mean, you're talking about a, you know, a, a, a lot of times it looks like a college offense with the RPOs. You know, the Chiefs do at the same time as well, but. RPOs, even just straight, you know, option plays, whether it's a, a read option or a speed option with Jalen Hurts running, running the ball. It just puts a lot of pressure on, on the defensive lines. You've seen this in the past with the Chiefs defense against the Ravens, right? You know, a, a great example um, with, with, with the way it just changes the way a defensive end can play or just any defensive line has to play. You know, they can't penetrate too much. They have to play much more sound in their gaps, you know, on the line of scrimmage. And that's the thing with this year's Chiefs defense that's, that's kind of, uh, you know, overlooked maybe is they haven't really had to face that quarterback run game type of offense all year. I mean, in, in years past, they've had to with Spags, but not this current iteration of the defense. They really, you know, Kyler Murray, that, that first week of the season was really that first or that, that, that true comparison they have in terms of a spread offense that has those option elements with a, with a dynamic quarterback back there. They haven't really had to deal with that. They missed the Ravens this year and obviously haven't played the Eagles. So I, I do think the Chiefs defense is, is going to have, you know, everything they can handle on, on Sunday. I, I really think this Spags defense, especially being so young, not seeing this before, it's going to be a lot for them to handle for sure. Well, Brandon Ayuk, the 49ers wide receiver, uh, was doing a podcast. He was on with the guy with, uh, with SI. And, uh, of course, Ayuk uh, with the 49ers. I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this, Ron, and react to this. This is Brandon Ayuk of the 49ers. I just I don't know I I just I just I just think uh, the Philly has Patty, definitely has got Kelsey. Even they got their hands full. They got their, they got they got their hands full. I don't know I don't know um fully about that defense. Um, I don't know. I, they talk about him being a good defense. I'm not too sure. I'm not I'm not sure. I think the, I think the pass game, um, this Kansas City pass game will uh, expose what we thought we were going to be able to expose, um, before some uns. Fortunate circumstances happen, so we'll see. We'll see. But like I said, you got to get lucky to win the Super Bowl. It's the voice of Brandon Ayuk of the 49ers. He did have 78 catches, 1,015 yards, and eight touchdowns this season. So he put together a good year. Can the Chiefs expose the Eagles' defense, or do they need all the pieces to be healthy to do it? You know, he does bring up an, an interesting kind of narrative that you keep hearing about this game is that it's a kind of a number one offense versus number one defense type of game with the Chiefs offense versus the Eagles defense. But I think that is getting a little bit twisted up with just that the Eagles, like you just mentioned, those 70 sacks number one in the league in that, that doesn't make them a number one defense in the NFL. If you look at the other statistics that, you know, most, uh, you know, most uh, teams use to, to base off of, hey, you know, are you the best defense or not? They're not number one in most of them, not number one in points, stat, you know, yards, uh, not, not DVOA or anything. And so I do think there is something to that. I think their defensive line is, is very uh, talented, like I mentioned, but their back end, you know, can be exposed a little bit, I, especially when you look at the linebacker position. That's what Andy Reid likes to toy with, and, it, and it's what you've seen him have success with. You know, when he gets Jarek McKinnon uh, touchdowns in the red zone, when he gets Travis Kelsey obviously open over the middle of the field, it's because he's manipulating linebackers uh, and safety's and at the second level as well. But particularly linebackers, and the Eagles linebackers, their main two guys are Kaiser White and TJ Edwards, two guys that, you know, just aren't, aren't household names for a reason. Kaiser White was with the Chargers, and, and the Chiefs know about him, you know, a, 
lighter box, kind of a, a safety convert uh, from, from the draft. So you're talking about linebackers that, you know, if, if the Chiefs can handle that front line, you know, for certain plays and, and get the running back to the second level, they should be able to take advantage of them. So I do see, I, I, I do see where I talking about, you know, where, you know, ha, has this defense really been tested that much? You know, is this, is this defensive line just been so dominant against, you know, inferior quarterbacks? You know, you just have to say it. It has been all season for the Eagles. Is that a big reason why their, their defense has been propped up? Because if you look at some of the personnel on the back end, it's not as impressive as they have up front. And they are 17th against the run. So they're bottom half of the league against the run. Uh, the 49ers had to kind of abandon that. They didn't really abandon everything in this game and really couldn't give a good litmus test to who the Eagles are. As far as the Chiefs are concerned, um, is this going to be a Kelsey show again? Everybody's expecting him to be the guy. And obviously he shows up in the biggest moments. I mean, he is second all time in receiving yards in the postseason. Or is it going to be like Jerick McKinnon showing up as a superstar? Or is Isaiah Pacheco going to be the guy? Or is it someone we're not even talking about being a guy? Is MVS going to have another breakout game in the Super Bowl? Who do you think is going to be the guy? You know, it, it does lend, uh, you know, it does lend well to Kelsey and the running backs having a big game with what I just mentioned about the linebackers. I will say it, it really does, you know, give you uh, hope, you know, that they can find open scenes in the middle of the field. But that's the thing, you know, when, when you talk about this, this pass rush group, really, you know, getting them going, you're going to need the screen or you're going to need the screen game to help slow them down. Right. And I do think the Eagles defense at times has shown susceptibility to screens. And so that's where I say, this is going to be a big, I think a big screen game for Andy Reid. I think you're going to see him bring out his best stuff and get Pacheco out in space with, with three, you know, with three, uh, you know, three offensive line leading in the way and all that, um, you know, just that's a way to just get the pass rush thinking a little twice about, you know, get, putting the rears back and just coming after Mahomes, you know, mixing it up early and often, right. Too, you know, you'll see him on the opening script. You'll see him early in the game. And so, yeah, that's where I do think the running backs in the receiving game, in the design receiving game, are going to have a big impact probably. You know, I think last game you saw Pacheco have a really big impact in the check down receiving game. But I think this time you'll see more design passes for both of them in the screen game. And then I think it's a great way to, to neutralize the Eagles pass rush. It's going to be a fun game, Ron, when you, when you look at this. And, and the coaching, I mean, that, that's clearly in the Chiefs' favor there. I, I don't think there was a better coaching job right. all year than what they did against the Bengals. Um, they did what the Bills couldn't, and it's exposed that uh, weak offensive line uh, the Bengals had. Andy Reid's creativity using what he could and the limitations of Mahomes in this game, having Noah Gray run wide receiver routes and Jody Fortson running wide. It was really a masterful job. I think the 49ers game was my favorite regular season game uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs, putting 44 points on that defense on their own turf before they uh, went on their run and won every game you know since then. But that Bengals game, I think, was my favorite. I think that was my favorite because I think that was the best coaching we saw all year. I just think it was the best overall uh, win we've seen all year from the entire team, every aspect of the team contributing. You know, we all were worried about special teams, obviously, being a, a huge worry for the postseason. And they come through with a big return and big kicks and big punts. And then the defense, obviously, you know, maybe playing their most impressive effort of the entire season considering the circumstances, considering the injuries they had to deal with. And then, you know, I, I wrote about it, actually, it's on the site right now. But Patrick Mahomes, you know, it may not have been the most impressive postseason run, but the way he gritted out those two wins, the way he was able to do what he had to do, it's why he's the league MVP. It's why he's been the best, you know, he's the best player in football. So I'm totally with you, man. That's, that's, uh, that Bengals one's going to stick with me forever. But 
It's not, you know, maybe it doesn't mean as much if they don't take care of business Sunday. So it, it, it's time to lock in, Jay. It's time to look forward, man. What all do you have coming up uh, this week on ArrowheadPride.com to cover this uh, Super Bowl? Yes, sir. Yeah, well, the the boys and us at, on the AP Film Room, the YouTube show, we'll, we'll have a show out kind of breaking down what the Eagles can do uh, schematically and how the Chiefs can counter it. So check that out. It'll probably be uh, out Wednesday. But besides that, my typical opponent scout, my typical five things to watch, getting you ready to, to, to uh, you know, watch the game, everything you need to know for the game. And maybe we'll, we'll get some, uh, you know, some betting props out there. You know, the people like the, the, the gambling props. You know, it's, it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's a great time to, to get some props out there. So yeah. we'll get plenty on arrowheadpride.com. Keep checking it out. You know what? And I know that you watch the Senior Bowl. I know that you watch the practices because like me, we got to, we got to kind of table our enthusiasm for it because the draft is here in Kansas city and Ron will be talking a lot of draft going forward. But as we sit now, any position that you want the chiefs to grab first as we sit right now. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I'm a good receiver. As, okay. As me right too. Now. I, I me think, too. yeah, I, I, I think the chiefs just need to keep loading up. Um, Mahomes is covered, and, and I think it's a great year to, you know, they're not going to be these elite, you know, the receivers go at the very top of the class. The top of the class is going to be towards the bottom of the round, maybe where the Chiefs are picking. So I, I like that thought there. Good stuff. Okay, Ron, time for your game prediction brought to you by uh, Ag hmm. Power, John Deere, and Papa Murphy's. Who you got? Who you got in this game? You know, I, I was worried about the Eagles matchup before this game even happened. I've been worried about it since the middle of the season when I, I saw the Eagles as that the class of the NFC. But I think the Chiefs are going to come in with a great game plan. Andy Reid is going to kind of come in offensively, you know, uh, and expose, like we are kind of talking about, that back end of the, the Philly defense, you know, neutralize that pass rush and, and get it done. So I'm going to go Chiefs, let's say, 30-27. Chiefs 30-27. 30-27, Kansas City Chiefs. There you go. Ron Kopp, lead analyst, arrowheadpride.com. Ron, I hope that uh, you enjoy the rest of this week. And like me, let's just get this thing on, all right? And that prediction is definitely going to change by the end of the week, but I'm going to stick with it for now. Appreciate you, Jay. It's a long time before the game. So, all right. Uh, we got a long time. Take care. There's Ron Kopp right, right. there. At lead. Take care, Ron. Lead, lead analyst from arrowheadpride.com. You agree with this assessment there? Twofold. You taking a wide receiver first, and also do you agree with the Chiefs winning this game? I agree with the Chiefs winning this game. I think that uh, it's definitely time to get a real hit for the Chiefs at wide receiver in the draft. They really haven't hit on somebody since Tyreek Hill. Okay. I, I still, so I, I'm down with it. I still wanted to go. Just keep throwing darts, get Mahomes yeah. his weapon. Speaking of Mahomes, we'll talk about him coming up next. And we'll talk shoes and cleats and what the Chiefs are wearing um, at the Super Bowl. Have a little bit of fun coming up at 830 with Craig Greco. But coming up next, talk a little bit more Mahomes. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Welcome back. at Super Bowl opening night. Jay Binkley along with Nick Price, who makes me incredibly hungry because I think of Nick and I think of Jefferson's, his two locations in the Shrimp Po' Boys. I'm start- he brought wings in tonight too, my friend. Oh, yeah. I mean... You know, just trying to feed the boys. I know we all got a long week here. We're all putting in a lot of hours, getting ready for the big game. So, got to keep it. It's a good precursor for it, you know? Exactly, yeah. Good little warm-up to what you're going to probably be eating on uh, game day. Oh, yeah. We were even talking about, like, uh, you know, some of our sandwiches and everything. We renamed the Philly Cheesesteak the KC Cheesesteak this week. Really? Yeah. Do you have any idea 
these grocery stores are all going to be like snowstorms. Yeah. You know, all those non-snowstorms we've had this year. You right. know, the, uh, the news would, like, tell you we're going to have to be uh, bombarded with snow and be out there with the salt trucks video. And can you imagine all that stuff they did, that, the grocery store? Oh, we didn't have anything, man. We had nothing. We had 72 degrees today. Oh, it was beautiful out today. I mean, too. it's perfect. It was a little bit windy, but who cares? I mean, I'll take the wind with yeah. that weather. People have their air conditioners on in this town. <laughs> Just absolutely insane. Uh, Phoenix is barely warmer uh, than Kansas City uh, today. But uh, one thing I want to talk about, and you wore the Mahomes jersey, correct? Nick, I think I've seen you in the Mahomes jersey. Out the game. Is that your uh, game day jersey of choice? The 15? Is that You wore the 15 out the games? Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you did. But he's just different. And how funny is it that everybody was talking about Holmes? Oh, well, he's got Tyreek Hill. He's got all these weapons. It's, it's amazing the amount of things that not only the national media or, or people will say about Mahomes. How can you not just agree? And most people are starting to agree now he's, the, he's just the best out there and could become you know, behind Tom Brady as the second-best quarterback we've ever seen. But when you do the stuff he did last weekend against the Bengals with what he had and with his ankle – and going out there and being Patrick Mahomes and doing that stuff, unbelievable. That that's the stuff of legend. That's the stuff when you see those Jordan, you know, memes. I took it personally. Mahomes oh, takes yeah. everything personally. Oh yeah. And the Eagles are the favorite team in the Super Bowl. And again, like he said, five percent of the people probably pick the Chiefs. All sorts of talk about the Chargers. All sorts of talk about the Broncos. Sean Payton, the new coach of the Broncos, going for the Eagles. Because they didn't want to see the Chiefs win. They've lost 15 straight to the Chiefs. Mahomes has never lost to the Broncos. His first win ever was against the Denver Broncos in Denver. Mahomes is 16-0 on the road in this division. Just insanity, but people will still pick against the Chiefs. You know what? That's good. Just keep doing it. Because this team keeps receipts like nobody's business. You want receipts kept? Chiefs will keep the receipts on everything and anything that people say about this team. It drives you nuts. I get it. People in this town drives you nuts. Looks like Mahomes is up on the stage now with Jalen Hurts. Chiefs will be talking here in about 35 minutes. Old Nate Taylor um, ready to roll in this thing as well. But coming up next, we'll talk about some of the uh, footwear. We'll have a little bit of fun. We'll have a little bit of Super Bowl fun on Super Bowl opening night with Craig Greco of Greco Paintworks, who does a lot of the Chiefs cleats next. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. That's right. Know you're rolling. Shut your mouth, you brony. Travis Kelsey. Unbelievable. Super Bowl opening night going on right now. Jay Binkley, Nick Price with you. And coming up right now, this is a friend of mine who's got more talent than I ever wished to have. Because I can't paint cook or do any of that I don't know if he can cook or not but he sure the hell can paint as he does the Chiefs cleats all the time and various other stuff Craig Greco from Greco Paintworks what's up Craig hey what's going on Jay what's going on I'm watching Super Bowl opening day man the kicks the shoes what they're doing they need some paint on them yeah I'm telling you I'm watching the same thing man this is, uh, this is exciting we're getting close well Craig here's one thing I've had you on before. You came in here and you joined me uh, on the My Cause, My Cleats deal. You've been all over the news, various news channels, like what, Channel 9 had something on you, or Fox 4 did something on you. You've been on here with me. You were painting the My Cause, My Cleats. You had the uh, sweet cleats that they used for the, the Canine Companion for Karloftis. Yep. You did the Cochrane Shoes, uh, Pat Tillman Foundation. 
and you had the cleats for uh, the the Ronald McDonald House. You had the Ronald Big McDonald Mac cleats, House, right? Yeah, the McDonald cleats for Sky Moore, and this thing's just <laughs> blossoming for you, man. You got the Kelsey brothers on shoes now. You had Jody Fortson cleats, and by the way, that uh, gave me some inside information that he was going to be playing that that week and activated. <laughs> and that's why I perked up when you had his cleats. But you're doing all that, and you got Creed Humphrey and Tooney now. This is great to see, but you also did cleats, or not cleats, but shoes for Clark Hunt. I did. I did, man. That was a really cool pair. Um, Veach actually called me up just before Christmas and asked me if I would paint a pair for Clark for Christmas. And, you know, he wanted to get him a personalized gift. And uh, we kind of discussed what we were going to do. And and uh, he brought up doing like a Chiefs Legends pair. And, and so, you know, we, we, we talked about it for a little while. And I asked him, I said, well, you you know, what do you think of when you think of legends? And, and, uh, you know, I, it, it could have been anything. It could have been the history of the team or the family or, you know, legendary players, things like that. But we ended up going, uh, sort of with a family theme. So on one of the shoes, I, I painted, uh, Lamar hunt and, you know, the trophy from Super Bowl four and 65 TPT. It was really cool. And then on the other one did Clark with his respective trophy, from Super Bowl 54 with Wasp on there. So it was a really neat pair on uh, some AF1s, and, man, they loved it. So you're doing all these cleats, and you do bats, you do everything else. I mean, you're not just you're not just cleats, but you've been doing them for the Chiefs now. And when you're doing Clark Hunt shoes for Christmas, man. <laughs> Craig, I've known you, you know, now you're big time, man. Now you're doing all this big time. No, you are. You're you're big time now. You're doing all these things. The, the Kelsey cleats are amazing. We have both their pictures on them as kids and stuff. They're up on stage right now uh, with their mom. Uh, it's an unbelievable story. But man, it is. You're just doing these cleats, and you just did some uh, Creed Humphreys, if I'm not mistaken, and some Joe Tooney's, right? I, I did. I did my first lineman actually. So um, you know, it'd be cool. It's just a real clean pair. Um, you know, red and gold, and then. Like you mentioned, I had an opportunity to uh, paint a pair for Travis. What I wanted to do, man, I reached out to Travis and Jason both, you know, several times, and and I wanted to do a, a pair that was just kind of a throwback to them as kids, and and sort of a collage on them of them playing as kids, and, and kind of everything culminating to this moment where they're about to face off in the Super Bowl. I wasn't able, wasn't excuse me, wasn't able to get a hold of Jason. But uh, I ended up doing a pair for Travis, and if you look at the if you look at the cleats, there's uh, like an arrowhead on each one, and then inside that arrowhead on one of the shoes is a photo of them playing as as kids, and then on the other it's just uh, you know their two faces kind of facing off, which I thought was pretty neat. I was able to really just throw a lot of uh, creativity in it. It's still kind of a clean looking pair, but it's got a lot of detail. And, and I, man, I love doing portraits, especially on shoes. Cause it's just such a, a challenge when you nail it. It looks really cool. So, well, who would have thought yeah. the NFL, I mean, everybody likes the, I mean, the paint, uh, there's not a lot of guys that do this. Is there Craig? The, the paint NFL oh. cleats. Cause you got to go by certain you know, standards <laughs> of what they want, but not a lot of guys do this, do they? Yeah. Th- there's not too many. There, there really isn't uh you know, one time I think there was 13, 14 of us doing it. So uh, it's really kind of hard to keep track. But um, I, I tell you what, I'm really fortunate to get to do the Chiefs. And it, like you said, it is blowing up. It's really blossoming. So, you know, uh, in Super Bowl 55, I had three pair of cleats. I should have six in this Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, unless some of the other guys wear uh, some older pair I've done, maybe I'll have some more in there. But I 
I'm excited to watch the game, but I definitely I'm going to be watching Kelsey in pregame to see if uh, <laughs> he wears the, the cleats I painted. Yeah, I've been watching it's a for your cleats. Special pair. All right, I got I got to put you on the spot though. <laughs> okay. We're talking to Craig Greco from Greco Paintworks. All right, Craig. What if the Eagles called you? What if Jalen Hurts called you and wanted some special cleats for him in the Eagles? Man, it, what are you, what are you right. saying? What are you so, saying? Uh, oh, a- absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. It, now, it, it, with a caveat, allow me to explain. You're a businessman. So I get anybody, it. I, I'll paint for anybody, but let me be clear. Much like the flag that was buried under uh, Allegiant Stadium, the Chiefs flag under the oh, stadium, yeah. I, I assure you, <laughs> there will be an arrowhead under that eagle, under that that Bengal awesome. stripe, whatever, whatever it is. There will always be an arrowhead buried underneath that in paint. So, um, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll take on any business. I just wish that Grim Reaper would have taken off more, man, because I would love to have you paint some kicks where I had the Grim Reaper on it. Because I love that well, thing, man. I lo- I love the Grim yeah. Reaper talk. Man, we can still do a Reaper, you know. Right. Uh, I mean, you, you, you're right. It, it kind of died off a little bit after we lost that game, but uh, I still think it would be a, an incredible pair of shoes. Oh, I, I definitely want those. But, man, I tell you what, the, the bats you're doing, it's cool. But the Chiefs cleats are really cool. And the fact that uh, your son gets to meet some of these guys when, you, when they show up to get the cleats. Like your son he got does. to meet Sky Moore, which is really cool. I know the Chiefs had you, what, on the field after you did yeah. the Clark yeah, shoes? Yeah, they did. Yeah, so uh, man, we scored an, an awesome uh, some sideline passes and some great seats. And you know, we were down on the sideline. Kids had a really cool opportunity to to hang out with a lot of the players while they were warming up and get photos and autographs. And gosh, uh, Juan Thornhill even gave the kids his gloves. I mean, it was just it was really really cool. This is awesome, so. man. Uh, I got a text here from the three one six. Hey, Bink, can you say the guy's social media info? All right. Yeah. Greco does some yeah, crazy, so, crazy stuff on TikTok. What's what's your main one? Is is TikTok your main one? Uh, you know what? <laughs> Instagram is. Uh, I mean, I, I post to, to TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, but uh, I've probably got the greatest following. Well, there's no probably about it. I've got the greatest following on TikTok. Uh, it man, it's huge. It, I think I've got uh, uh, huge by my standards. <laughs> hey, I think it's like 12, 13, 14,000, something like that followers. But yeah, anyway, uh, TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook at Greco Paintworks. It's G R E C O Paintworks, just like it's uh, just like it sounds. And I've been to the lab. The lab. I've been to the lab. I've seen him work. <laughs> I've seen him do his thing. And it, it's insane. Like the detail that goes into that. Who would have known that the, the, the cleat? Who would have known that the cleat painting business is what it is? I know it keeps you busy this time of year. You'll transition into baseball and everything else, but dude, yeah, I'm actually, telling you, watching I, uh, small business, watching you grow like this has been fun. Thank you, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um, interesting, you actually brought up a point. I was just contacted uh, this morning by uh, the director for CBS Sports. And they're looking at uh, five pair of golf shoes in the Masters tournament. So, oh. um, yeah, kind of pretty excited about that. You know, I've never – I have painted one pair of golf shoes, but uh, I had nothing professional. So, it's uh, it was surprising. So, you're going to have five pair of shoes at the Masters? At the Masters. That's right. But you don't know the golfers yet? I don't. Um, you know – from the sounds of it, I think it's going to be uh, probably media personnel. But okay. if it's like anything else, um, 
you know, if I knock this out of the park and they wear some rad kicks at the Masters, then maybe I'll start picking up some of the golfers as well. Well, I know you have some good stuff, and I know that uh, it's not only professional athletes you'll do these uh, fun, uh, you know, Chiefs images for. You've done, uh, what, cornhole boards and everything else for Chiefs fans. I mean, you don't just cater to the athletes. You cater to to us, the people. Right. Yeah. Man, I here's the, that's the thing. I can work with anybody's budget. Um, I've painted everything from large scale, excuse me, large scale murals to, um, like you said, bats. And um, gosh, today I just knocked out a pair of uh, hey dudes. And so it, it's it's anything. If it'll sit still, I can paint it. Well, you know what, Craig? We'll be watching for your cleats pregame. I love this. You made some awesome ones for my cause, my cleats. Um, it keeps growing. These guys show up in your garage to get it done. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great freaking story. Again, that's how I started, man, in a garage. Three guys in a garage, right? It's where everything yeah. is done in this world starts in a garage. Well, hey, isn't that uh, – I think it's like where Bill Gates started, isn't it? It's, it's where everybody starts, like start with a computer in his garage, something like that. It's one of the greatest places in America, what people can <laughs> do in their garage. But anyway, it's been fun watching you, you work, Craig, and people want to get a hold of him. It's at Greco Paintworks. The guy does amazing, amazing work, and he's doing some really cool I stuff appreciate it. for the Chiefs. Hey, thanks, Craig. Have a good night, my friend. Absolutely. And uh, I'll add, you guys can also check me out uh, not only on social media, but at my website, www.grecopaintworks.com. Show me how to do it because you can't. I guarantee it. I'll mess it up. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll mess We're going to do it. Come back to the lab. We'll get, I'll get you <laughs> taken care of. Let's go back to the lab. All right, Craig, take care, my friend. All right, man. Have a good one. There you go. I, I love stuff like this, man. I, I love small business. Nick, I know you're big time now with your Jeffersons and stuff like that, but I like a guy who was just painting cleats on the side. That's what he did. I mean, it's so cool to see people who are able to take their hobby or their passion and actually turn it into something that supports their entire life. I mean, That's awesome. Law enforcement painting, you name it, but he's, he's, just, he's just unbelievable the stuff he did. He painted a mural down at the North Kansas City, the police department down mm-hmm. there. He, he's done some cool stuff, and he, he when when he did when he told me, he goes, "Guess what? I'm doing some some kicks for Clark Hunt." Brett Veach called one one some, and dude, they've got like 65 toss power trap on it, and they have do we have time? They're on a wasp on the shoes. That's awesome. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I wish I could do this stuff, but I, he does bats and everything else. He does some really really cool stuff. But, I was just checking him out on uh, TikTok during that interview, actually. Oh, dude. So, he, I mean, he, it was he, really cool stuff. Go check it out. Oh, dude. He, he makes some cool stuff. But the Jody Fortson thing was funny because I happened to be sitting there. And he goes, yeah, I'm doing some stuff. And I was like, huh? He's still an IR. Because it was the big talk about it right. being activated and stuff like that. So it's like, you know he's activated. <laughs> Why would he want cleats that if he wasn't going to be activated, right? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's one of those accidental inside scoops that you get, Bank. Accidental, buddy. Completely accidental, but I love stuff like that. Um, the Chiefs are going to be talking here in just a minute. They did a little crosstalk thing with the Holmes and Chris Jones up on stage. Jalen Hurts was up there and everything. Then they had the uh, little side shot of Andy Reid. Andy Reid looks serious, man. He mm-hmm. looks serious getting off the plane, and he looks serious tonight. Even though that Chiefs Hawaiian shirt he's got on is pretty damn cool. Oh, it's always cool. It's always cool seeing Big Red in a Hawaiian shirt. But you know he's serious about this because this is – where he takes that leap, you know, if he if he's able to not only beat his former team but win his second Super Bowl, that's where you truly get into that elite class of people who have multiple Super Bowl rings. There's not that many of them. No, you get into the elite class and you think about it. He lost one with the Eagles. 
This is his third with the Chiefs. He's been to 10 title games, AFC and NFC. He's got 10 playoff wins for Kansas City and Philly. Number two all-time in postseason wins. Number five all-time. He gets that second Super Bowl. This is what I want to talk about. We'll talk about this coming up next. Then we're going to talk about legacies, all the legacies that can be defined um, in this Super Bowl game, which I think is going to be incredible. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Welcome back, Jay Binkley. Nick Price producing the operation. Talking a little Chiefs in the Super Bowl, even though Nick's watching Kansas and Texas. I'm happy right now. I know you are. Chiefs don't come on for 12 minutes. What's, what's, what's the time left in the game? Oh, we're in the first half. Really? Yeah, coming towards the end of the first half. So it's good. You know, halftime, flip over. Or if you're like me, uh, by the time I get home, I got, I got two TVs. I'm actually going to Jefferson's. Meet some friends. Watch Which the one? end of this game. Going out to Lenexa. The one by North KC is right by my house, though. I live downtown. It's like a five-minute drive. This one, not so much. But You live up north? Yeah. I just moved to uh, Quality Hill. So you're a Northlander now? Yeah. In Missouri resident. So Kansas guys yes, in Missouri now? Yes, sir. Can't beat that, can you? No, I mean, I, I love it up there. Me and the girlfriend got a place together. It's nice. How do you like Missouri now? I like Missouri, man. They got a. Uh, well, you got... can gamble in Kansas. Now you have to go back across state line, but you can buy honestly, your, uh, your your fun stuff. Honestly, it's pretty good for me that I can't gamble when I'm sitting on my couch at home, or else I'd be I'd have no money. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't eat Doritos and you know have a little. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> a little side hustle, a hustle there. But the legacy game for the Chiefs, and we talked a little bit about Andy Reid's legacy in the game. He's already regarded as the brightest mind in football. What's funny thing is I mentioned that Albert Breer article from Sports Illustrated mm-hmm. talking about, you know, how the Chiefs did this and how they had the foresight even before Mahomes played a game. Hey, we think this guy would be going to be an MVP. I mean, they banked on the fact this guy was going to win a Super Bowl, and they, and they did. Like, they, they, they rolled out there because they got a plan ahead. That's why the Chiefs are smart. I mean, and again. That's why so many other teams have failed to try to do this, too. Because you got to pay your quarterback, and then what are you going to do? Right. All your eggs are in one basket. What are you going to do? Like the Bengals haven't had to do that yet. No, and they're going to. The Bengals going to be able to have sustained success with Joe Burrow by actually paying him. Yet to be seen. Exactly. And that's the thing, too, though, is that the Chiefs have been able to have this plan long-term on how they're going to build a good team around Mahomes, how they're going to protect Mahomes. I mean, you saw it in that Super Bowl against the Bucks. They're like, all right, that's never happening again. So what did they do? They went out and got two starters on the offensive line yeah, out of the pissed. draft. They were pissed. Yeah. And then they went and got a, a veteran guy like Joe Tooney, and they went and made a trade for Orlando Brown. They said, all right, we're never going to deal with that again. Which I understand. There's a lot of angst with Orlando Brown. What do you do? Yeah, is he going to play on tag? But here's the thing. I don't always say this. Like, who else are you going to get? They, right. They, 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 the draft that year was Liam Eisenberg, was Sam Cosme, was Alex Leatherwood. Alex Leatherwood's not even in the league anymore. He's a first-round pick by the Raiders because they, like, none of these linemen panned out. And all They didn't pan out left tackle. They all got moved to right guard or right tackle or mm-hmm. left guard. 
they weren't they're not left tackles. They don't grow on trees, man. And there's not a bunch out there. And he gave up the most pressures in the NFL through week nine. Get that, but since then he's been good. And if he if Mahomes he gets his team to a Super Bowl and wins it, the trade was worth it. Well, and you got you get Nick Bolton. And you too. got Nick Bolton now. <laughs> you got Nick I mean, Bolton. you got a you got a first round talent for that first round pick. Oh, Nick Bolton's hundred percent a first round pick. Absolutely. Oh yeah. It was I mean, good. Nick Bolton's the best linebacker since DJ in Kansas City. You know, it's, it's funny you say that because I, I I even have this little promo that comes on when I join Dot, and we we drink our beers and talk football and beer, and it says something like, "I think Chiefs fans will forget about Derek Johnson. They're not gonna forget about him. He's one of my yeah, all-time favorite Chiefs. He's doing the same because kind of Nick things. Bolton. He will he will retire if he gets that second contract with the Chiefs, which I think he will." Is the leading tackler in this organization's history. He's already mm-hmm. the single season leading tackler. I get it. 17 games. I get it. But he's he's going to retire, in my opinion. He's already wearing the green dot. But he's going to retire as the all-time leading tackler in this organization's history. He finished number two in the freaking NFL. Yeah. He had over 100 tackles as a rookie. And you saw his playing time last year. It wasn't a lot. No, I mean, it was really all, all the way up until that Tennessee game that he didn't really get a lot of playing time. And then he came out and he had, like, 12 tackles or something in that game and really was a big force of limiting Derrick Henry. And then you're like, okay, this guy's pretty good. Oh, we so give him a little bit yeah, more playing time. That's where he got all the playing time was that Tennessee game. Like yeah. you said, exactly. But uh, the chiefs are walking up now and they like prize fighters, man. On NFL network, you're sitting here, the chiefs are walking out in their sweatsuits mm-hmm. and you know, it, it, this is cool, man. Opening night is cool. I mean, I, I get it. If you're tired of this stuff or whatever, how can you get tired of this stuff? I just want to consume this stuff. And I'll watch it again. I like, want it all. I have it on DVR right now, and I'll go back and watch it. It's on NFL Network, I believe, at 11 o'clock again. They'll reshow uh, the opening night of the Super Bowl. But there's the Chiefs. There's Mahomes and Reed together. What, come on, man. They weren't this, if that didn't get you pumped up for what this game is about. And I've already said this. Travis Kelsey is the greatest of all time. Not only that, you can make an argument. He has separated himself more between one and two than anybody in the history of the game. Yeah. Because he's number two all-time in postseason receiving yards, right? He's got seven 1,000-yard seasons, which, by the way, the Chiefs have seven straight division titles. Happened to coincide with Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey getting 1,000 yards mm-hmm. in seven straight years. No other person has got more than three. That was Greg Olson. He has doubled up that plus one. And when he does it next year again, he's going to have eight. Gonzalez only had four 1,000-yard years. Shannon Sharp only had three 1,000-yard years. Gronk's had four 1,000-yard years. Dude's got seven. Like, he's going to double up everybody else at that position. Whether he ends up with the most yards ever, he's still got to catch Gonzalez in that, I don't care. The guy's finished first in the AFC in receiving yards before as a tight end. He's got more receiving yards than anybody, even the receiver, whatever, tight end. Doesn't matter since 2016. Legacy, he's already defined for Travis Kelsey. And it would be cool if he and his brother retired the same year and they both, they're both Hall of Famers. Right. I think it's, you know, I think one thing about Kelsey, too, and just the legend of this guy is how many iconic moments he's been a part of and how many big-time game-winning plays he's been a part of in the most desperate of situations, in the playoffs, down big, coming back, you know, overtime. It's just, it's one of those things where you can't, talk about this era of football without talking about Travis Kelsey. You can't. I mean, we're, we're literally watching the GOAT at his position, and <laughs> you look at any other position in the NFL, nobody has separated themselves to their nearest competitor than Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. 
by far the greatest that we've ever seen play the position. And he's not done. Yeah. He's not. And I don't want to hear that, you know, the quarterbacks, he's, he's been with Mahomes. Okay. But he was also with Alex he's Smith. He's also with Alex Smith. And you know what? Bad quarterbacks throw to tight ends a lot. Yeah. It's their dump off guy. Yeah. You put up numbers a lot of times. Sometimes not even great quarterbacks if you're a good tight end because you're the dump off guy for him. So we know about his legacy. I think Chris Jones starting to build his a little bit too. And I think mm-hmm. having postseason sacks for the first time that last game, which really was a shining moment for Chris Jones against Burrow. Um, he's defining himself in legacies. Can he be the next Aaron Donald? Has he already taken Aaron Donald's place? Many people would say he has. I think he has. At this point. As of right now. But the number one legacy is Mahomes. Five straight title games. He, he's only been a starter for five years. He's gotten the five straight title games. And his only losses in those games were in overtime mm-hmm. against the Bengals and the Patriots, mm-hmm. in which they blew a huge lead against the Bengals. And the Patriots was the old rules where he didn't get to touch the ball, right? Because Tom Brady goes down and scores. It's the Not Chiefs rule that. from the Bills. Offsides. D Ford. Or he's lost in the Super Bowl. I right. Mean, and he's won a Super Bowl. And now he's in another one. His, he's played more football than anybody because nobody's played more football because he's been in the title game or Super Bowl every year. Mm-hmm. Now, if he gets number two, and you've seen Orlovsky's rankings and everything, he has him number two all time. A lot of people starting to consider, you don't think of that. Where does Mahomes rank all time? Because you always think, oh, he's the best thing now. But in the history of the league, is he retired? if he retired right now, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, I agree. But if he gets that second ring, which Manning has two, one with the Colts and one with the uh, Denver Broncos. Eli's got two. Brady, Brady's going to be hard to catch with seven, man. Brady's going to be hard to catch, but I think it's going to be one of those MJ-LeBron debates. It's going to be it's going to be a dis- one guy's got more rings, one guy's got more stats. But he's already will become the youngest quarterback to start three Super Bowls ever. NFL Network is showing that graphic right now as they're talking to one Patrick Mahomes. But He's already got the one, which is cool. I mean, the dude this year is going to have two NFL MVPs, a Super Bowl MVP, a Super Bowl title. If he adds the second one, here's the thing, though. I'm not going to freak out if he doesn't get it against the Eagles. You know why? He's going to be back. Is there any doubt in your mind he's back? Is there any doubt in your mind that he's not going to be a multiple Super Bowl winner? Honestly, he's 27. And keep in mind, most quarterbacks don't get good until their 30s. Right. Like, you look at Steve Young's He's only getting better. Steve Young's stats, he really didn't put up stats. Until he was in his 30s. That's the thing about Patrick Mahomes that's so crazy is that he came into the league and it seemed like he was already way ahead of everybody else. And then he had like, you know, he had that little setback where the Bucks had figured out Mahomes and they had found out a way to guard him and, you know, drop, drop everybody back, rush four and all of that. And then now you've seen Mahomes learning and getting better and getting smarter and he still has all that crazy talent. I just don't. I don't see how, at this point, how you slow this guy down for at least another 10 years. It, it's unbelievable. Can you imagine the Chiefs when they – I know the Bills have Josh Allen and stuff. But he got a dude his third Super Bowl in four years. Yeah. Like, I like Josh Allen. I like really, Joe Burrow. They're cool, too. man. I like but Joe like, Burrow. I think he's number Mahomes. two. I think he's behind Mahomes right, right behind him is Joe Burrow. I like him better than Herbert. I like him better than Josh Allen. I like Joe Burrow. I like, it's fun he's to still be not Joe Mahomes. Burrow. He's still not Mahomes. Mahomes is uh, in a world by himself. Nick, this has been a lot of fun tonight. Yes, uh, it is. Chiefs are getting ready here in about a minute. I guess they're kind of already taking the stage. Patrick Mahomes is already talking to Michael Irvin. 
uh, right now. So we'll see what he has to say. We'll see what they have to say. I'm so pumped up. We got the Super Bowl in the Kansas City Chiefs this week. For Nick Price, great job producing the operation. I'm Jay Binkley saying goodnight.